welcome to episode three of Life Together with KD. I'm your host, KD. And why do I call this podcast Life Together? Because I truly believe that we are not meant to do life alone. We are meant to do life together in community, uplifting, encouraging, and supporting and strengthening one another as we go along our life journey together. So thank you for joining us for episode three. I'm really looking forward to our topic today, and it's a pretty deep one. So let's get started. Today I want to talk about secret pain. Yes, it's a huge topic. Why do I want to talk about this today? Because I believe that a lot of us are holding in secret pain and it's negatively affecting our lives. Um, Sometimes, you know, things devastating, difficult, horrendous, very hurtful things happen to us in our lives. Excuse me, sometimes when we're young or older, it doesn't really matter the age, but sometimes we, when traumatic things happen to us, out of survival mode, we tend to kind of stuff it down or push it back so that the immediate impact of it, the brunt of it, doesn't shock our systems to a point where we cannot function. Pardon me. And it's it's a defense mechanism. It's something, you know, that um, helps us to cope, to be able to continue to function, even though something really difficult or traumatic or devastating has happened. Um, and sometimes, you know, we go through life and we hold that pain in. Sometimes we kind of stuff it down to a place And we leave it in that place and we never deal with it and we never um, work on healing from it. And so what happens is we kind of carry it around with us like a little package that's buried away inside of ourselves. But what happens oftentimes is that that package has holes in it and the the effects of the pain or the trauma or the devastation that you experienced begins to leak into your system it leaks into your actions it leaks into your thinking and your reasoning it leaks into your life decisions it leaks into the way that you treat others without a lot of times without us really even being aware that it's happening Now, sometimes, you know, we are aware, but many times we're not. We're not aware that um, it's leaked into our system in such a way that the toxicity of it has uh, affected the way we operate in life. And it doesn't come out until certain things happen that trigger us. Um, and I don't, you know, that can be different for every person, but when we are triggered, we know, notice 
or others notice in us an extreme reaction to something that otherwise would be uh, either small or sometimes insignificant or to others or um, something that ordinarily shouldn't cause such a huge reaction or um, perhaps it is something that you know warrants kind of a concerned reaction but the reaction that we give is far to the extreme of whether um, let's see what's a good example um, so for instance for me personally I'll just use myself. That's the safest example. <laughs> so for me personally, um, when my parents divorced when I was young, I was, what, the end, the end of elementary, beginning of middle school. My parents divorced, and it was devastating for all of us. And the way that I processed it was to, um, I, was, I was daddy's girl, and daddy's the one that left and daddy got a new wife and started a new life. And he, and he always stayed in touch and so forth and so on. But the divorce itself really um, just kind of blew me away. Everything that felt safe was now unsafe. Everything that felt secure was now just kind of raw and open and unsure and scary. And so as a result of my dad uh, leaving, now this is not to put any, you know, shame on my dad or anything like that. I'm just telling you how I processed it. Um, as a result of, of my dad leaving, and I made an unconscious decision about love and about men. And I, because that incident was traumatic to me. And um, so out of that trauma, I didn't really know how to heal from it. Um, my mom tried to get us to see it, at least see a guidance counselor, but I wasn't having any of it. I didn't want to talk to anybody about anything. I just found my own way to deal with it. So I kind of, after a while, after after the initial shock and the initial hurt and the crying and the grieving and all of that, I kind of stuffed it down, but it came out in other ways. So like I said, when trauma happens to us, we, we tend to kind of figure out how a way that we can cope in spite of it. Um, and sometimes that's, um, we kind of minimize it like, oh, it's not a big deal so that we can kind of uh, dull the pain, the initial pain, so that we can process it or so we can deal with it. Um, so what I did was, yes, I cried and I grieved and I, you know, asked a lot of questions, but I still didn't actually go through the process of, um, with a professional counselor of actually walking through to the place of healing. So what I did was I stuffed it all down as far as it could go, I stuffed it all down. And it was never dealt with. It was just kind of a, a I'll say it, not a sickness, but a, whatever you want to call it, kind of something that was not not healthy or not well or 
the trauma, I had stuffed the trauma of it down, down deep somewhere so that I didn't have to think about it so much anymore, or so I thought. And what happened is that all trauma, <laughs> just for word picture's sake, it this package that I tried to stuff deep down inside of myself, so to speak, it has holes in it. It's It has leaks. It has places where the 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 trauma can get out the hurt can get out and it manifests itself in other ways so for me um, going through once a straight A student I my grades plummeted um, once you know pretty you know pretty happy kid um, quiet always quiet but pretty happy kid then I, I became even more withdrawn and I um, and I became very depressed. And it was only the grace of God that, you know, I, I got through a lot of the stuff I went through emotionally as a teenager. Um, and then also what I alluded to earlier was that what I decided about relationships and what I decided about men. Now, some of that I've dealt with later in life, but at the time, you know, the, the, the main male figure in my life, whom I had been very close with, left. So I unconsciously decided that people who really love you, leave you. And you can't count on anything because the people that were supposed to be there the people that really were supposed to be committed to you or your family, whatever, people who really love you, leave you. That was the first unconscious decision that I made that I didn't realize until later into my adult years. And the second was that, well, I guess it it kind of ties in. What I decided about men is that um, they are unavailable. And so, and and unreliable. So subconsciously, because of the trauma that I didn't know how to get healed, and I stuffed it down and it leaked out in other ways in my life, as I I grew older and, and chose romantic partners, you know, through teens and young adult and, you know, even um, my past marriage, my failed marriage, I chose men who were in some way, emotionally, or physically, or both, unavailable. And because I subconsciously decided that because of the trauma that I experienced earlier, that people who love you leave you, so I'm not going to pick anyone who is... I don't I didn't know how to pick anyone who was going to stay because subconsciously I sought out people who were unavailable and um, people who couldn't commit, wouldn't commit, um, weren't faithful, weren't this, weren't that. And so it wasn't, like I said, until later when I actually, you know, after I divorced and I purposely went to counseling and heal to just get on the healing path from all of that, that I discovered, oh, this is part of the why I chose the way I chose, why I did it, you know. Um, chose who I chose, what I decided about love, what I decided about relationships, romantic, men, etc. 
So, um, but it wasn't until I felt like, you know, well, after I experienced divorce, but then there was another point where I felt like that I couldn't function because of the stresses of life that I sought out, um, professional counseling. And when I did that, that was when, you know, I was able to, um, really explore my hurt that I had held in so deeply for so long. And that's what I'm talking about with with um, hidden pain. The pain was hidden. I thought I was functioning normally. I thought everything was okay. But certain bad relationships that I was in triggered trauma that happened earlier in my life. And um, and even to, to recent, you know, to, um, it's, I should say, it's been a process for me personally to continue to grow and grow and to notice, okay, am I choosing somebody who is unavailable? And if so, then I'm learning to, to recognize it sooner and to cut it off and to um, seek out healthier alternatives. So I told you all of that so that maybe you can think about your own hidden pain. What is that thing? What is that incident or who is that person or what is that thing that happened that caused you trauma, that caused you pain, that you have stuffed down so deep thinking that, oh, it's gone now. I don't even care about it anymore, but it seeps out in different ways. It seeps out in the way you talk to your children. It seeps out in the way you make decisions about romantic relationships. It it seeps out in the way that you um, don't know how to deal in an effective way with conflict. It seeps out in, in the way that you go off on somebody for even the smallest thing. It seeps out in how you cut off relationships, not just romantic, even friendships, so quickly because of something subconscious that happened deep down inside of you and that you never dealt with. So what, and again, I am not, my disclaimer, I am not a therapist. I'm just somebody who cares and wants to help. And I would direct you to a therapist or a a licensed counselor, someone who can help you through the healing process when you're ready to address whatever that is because you're tired of the same pattern that you keep going around and around and around um, or the same thing that you keep noticing that keeps triggering you. It doesn't come out that often, but when it comes out, oh boy, does it. Uh, or you're, you're tired of the way that you notice these negative reactions or negative um, things that happen because of past trauma, or maybe you didn't realize it was because of the past trauma that you never addressed and healed. So 
as we are all on this life journey together, together in community with one another. It is my humble uh, advice to anyone who is willing, wanting to address and heal that past pain and trauma that you would actively, well, first of all, love yourself. Love yourself. It's important. It doesn't mean that you are a failure. It doesn't mean that, you know, yes, maybe you have done or said some things out of pain or out of unfinished business or un unhealed pain from the past that you are not proud of. But that doesn't mean that you can't change. You are here. You are alive. You are meant to be here. And every day, I believe personally, every day is a gift from God. And every day that we are alive, we have a chance to do something wonderful. So do something wonderful for yourself. And in so doing, you do wonderful, um, you are, will, it will, I should say, it will branch out to those in your circle and in your family and your friends and your relationships and your work, etc. Do something wonderful for yourself and really think about that, that pain that you buried. Now you might be saying, well, I don't want to hash all that back up. Oh, it's too hard. But think about what it's doing. You think you have it handled, but it seeps out like poisonous or like something harmful or poisonous at the times that you least expect it and or perhaps it causes you great bouts of depression or great bouts of seclusion or 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 something similar you know think about how your quality of life could be improved if you take the time and the work because it will take work to begin to heal from that thing, that hidden pain that you have in your heart. And it will, it will be work, and it, and it will take time, but with the help of a skilled, highly recommended, um, someone with a good reputation and the credentials, a licensed therapist or counselor, family counselor or therapist, um, that can help you to walk through the places of hurt so that you can release it, so that you can heal from it finally, so that you can get to a healthy place, and so that you can recognize unhealthy patterns or triggers or things in your life so that you can take steps to uh, be well, be healed, um, have a better quality of life, and spread all that um, new joy and healing and love, not only to yourself, because you got to love yourself, but to those around you. So that, thank you for listening. I hope something I have said has helped you. I want you, if you're interested, I want you to um, Google, go online and Google um, licensed therapists, licensed counselors, family counselors, and I will also give you a couple websites where you can find a counselor in just a moment. I'm here with a few resources for you. 
The first one is for counseling. The first one is NAMI. It's N like Nancy, A like Apple, M like Mary, I like Igloo. www.nami.org. And uh, you can search for um, a mental health professional. You can also call 1 800 950 NAMI. So that's 1 800 If you are in crisis and you need to talk to someone, you can text NAMI at 741-741. Again, you can text the word NAMI, N like Nancy, A like Apple, M like Mary, I like Igloo, to 741-741 if you are in crisis. Also, you can go to Psychology Today's website and you can search for a therapist on their website. So it's www.psychologytoday.com forward slash CA forward slash therapists plural. So that's www.psychologytoday.com forward slash C like Charlie, A like Apple forward slash therapists, plural. If you are finding yourself despairing of life and you do not know what to do, please know that you are valued, you are special, you are a gift to this earth and you are meant to be here. And please, if you need help, call the suicide prevention hotline 24-7 at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Now, if you are a faith-based person, such as myself, and you are looking for a Christian counselor, this last resource can uh, be of assistance to you. You would go to www.aacc.net. That's www. A like Apple, A like Apple, C like Charlie, C like Charlie, dot net, A-A-C-C dot net. At the top menu, you would click on their resources tab, and in the drop down, you'll see the first option says, find a counselor. Again, when you go to A-A-C-C dot net, you choose resources from the top menu, and the first option in their drop down under resources is find a counselor and you'll be able to put in I believe your zip code and a distance range. I hope some of these resources help you in finding a counselor, a professional counselor or therapist to help you begin your journey uh, to walk through to healing and wholeness from past uh, trauma in your life and past hurt in your life that is still kind of affecting you today. Thank you again for joining our podcast. I hope that something that I have said has helped and blessed you. And until next time, this is KD for Life Together with KD. Please subscribe to uh, this podcast. We are on anchor.fm. We're on Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Cast, and... I cannot remember the last one right now, but (laughs) please look for me on all, all major platforms. 
And also you can find me on Twitter once I get it up and running. I'm still, I'm so bad with that, but I promise guys, I'll get it up to, up and running and together. Have a blessed day, week, and I will talk to you again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.